I'll come back. 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 The Applejack one, clack clack soup saw on every pony. <laughs> Buy some apples. Buy. <laughs> oh, you break it, you buy it. <laughs> this is not a request. <laughs> we know where you live. We're we take cash about- credit. We're about... the, the people who are walking in have no idea what we're talking about. TDR, can we show those pictures before we get started? Oh yeah, go go right ahead. I've actually Please. got two. I've actually got two more. I'm gonna throw up here as well. So, oh boy. TDR has been sharing with us. These <laughs> I'm asking you to stuff. smile anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Want to take a look at my party cannon? Oh, it is a party cannon. <laughs> it's portable. <laughs> I'll splatter your brains in ten seconds flat. <laughs> That's not it's got twenty even... percent more bullets. <laughs> oh, I I'll would make... wonder how that works if you if you spin the barrel. I would wonder how that would look. That'd be awesome, right? If you if you win, your head gets twenty percent cooler. <laughs> Happy Pride Month, every pony. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Oh man. Okay, let's let's jump into this. Five, four, three, two. Hello and welcome to the barcaster. The bar gets lower every single week. Your bartenders for this evening are Flamin' Warper. Hey, I'm no longer asking. Milk. Ravage. <laughs> we take cash or credit. And I am Flutter Priest, actually here for a change. Um, this week, we have a very special guest. Someone who I literally could not stop seeing them in the feature box. I have got to know, and there are at very least six different seasons of it, what happens when Twilight gets a puppy. We have TDR. What's up? For those who are tuning in for the very first time, hello and welcome. Uh, we are a community-oriented podcast where we politely invite on guests. You cr- you ask for specific people. We ask them on. You ask them terrible questions. Um, we stream every week on Twitch.com, Twitch.tv. Twitch.com is in the thing. That will give you viruses. Uh, and then repost it on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, all the places that you can digest your podcast-related material. Um, the, I don't know, Milk is probably watching the chat. Milk, why don't we not ask our guest? Politics. <laughs> yeah. It's true. And that's a threat. He's not asking. Well, but we are off, watching... <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. We did see, we are watching the lovely Twitch chat, and uh, we have a drinking word today. If you ever hear the word puppy, please drink. We're already one drink behind. I've got some water, Hail Hydrate, 
let's jump into this. TDR, it's great to have you here. Let's let's introduce you for people who may not recognize your name at home. Uh, who are you and what do you do in the fandom? Uh, my name is TDR. I actually have been writing various fanfics pretty much since 2011. I started the major one I started with was Stories in Stone, and when I completed that one, I got the idea to write another one, and I wound up with Twilight Gets a Puppy. Wow. So you you literally just mentioned that you, several types of fanfic. What other type of fanfic do you write other than MLP? Okay. Uh, the only other one I'm writing currently, well, Stories in Stone is an MLP one. But uh, the other one I'm writing right now is called Walk. I've got it currently on Space Battles. It's basically uh, the worm uh, fic, if you've ever heard of worm. It's like a superhero thing mm -hmm. uh, crossed with uh, Helsing Ultimate. Ooh. So worm is best described as so grimdark it shits constipated Batman. Ooh. Goddamn. That's very grimdark. Um, and so when you when you post these other fanfics, where where you have these on uh, Ao3 or uh, the only one I've got otherwise is Walk. It's on like I said, it's on Space Battles. Oh, Space Battles is the site. Yeah. Oh, okay. I hadn't heard of it before. It's mostly a gaming site, but they got a pretty big uh, fan fiction section with a lot of stuff in it. So. I kind of liked how their layout went for switching between uh, stuff over archive and uh, velocity. So interesting. How do you feel it compares to, say, fim fiction? As far as like uh, for people who are interested in branching out from MLP, which is happening more and more every day, um, what would be a draw for people to go right on space battles? Uh, the how? Yeah, if I can speak here. Uh, pretty much how it, things uh, wind up being fairly easy. It's a forum setup instead of like a uh, post setup, like fin fiction. But you can set aside, like if you've got your main story, and then you can tab over from that, and then you can add a side story and the same thing that can be gone through, a media hype, and all of it is just little tabs that can be selected to go to uh, where you wanted to go. So there's a little little variety, but there's it's it's mostly a, a chat forum. Hey, the I'm RP more than part a... is. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. <clears throat> the RP part or the uh, story part is just in its own little section. It's it's gotten it's pretty big, but not the main focus. No, that's fair, and I I think it's really cool. I'm more than ready to go back to the mid 2000s and just cruise on a forum. Heck, that's. That was a portion of the reason why uh, I was excited to have a FinFic group for our little podcast. Anyway, back back on to you a little bit. What got you into MLP? Believe it or not, uh, it was actually a fan-made song. Really? Uh, somebody did... I've never been able to find it again, but back back then they somebody did a uh, sort of a dubstep remix to uh, Winter Wrap-Up. And I've been looking for it, but I've never found the exact beat or tone to it again. But I got in, or I got into that, and then I started looking around at some of the other stuff. And I was messing with the fandom before I even saw the first episode. I think season one was almost over with by the time I actually started watching the episodes. Wow. 
Well, then you've definitely been around for a good deal of it um, and managed to persist through all the various shows, twists, and turns. Um, what got you, you – you said you discovered the fandom first, so this is typically where we ask a question. It's like um, what got you into the fandom, and you kind of hit that. So let me ask, what keeps you in the fandom? Actually, what's really been keeping me in it is since I've started the story – I've got the dr insane drive that I have to finish it before I can move on to anywhere else. Mm -hmm. And I was actually starting to lose interest uh, about the time I finished up uh, Stories in Stone, which was, I think, like season seven or so, because I hadn't, I still haven't actually watched any episodes past where I'm at right now with the stories, because now I'm having to watch the episode, see what I'm going to include in the particular uh, chapter. And I haven't seen anything past that. But before I started doing that, I'd only seen a couple episodes of five and four. I was missing a few episodes. Three was the last full season I watched. Cool. No, that that kind of sums it up well. And um, I'm trying to figure out if there's anything else I could even add to that. I don't think there is. So with that in mind... Um, our last question before we throw you to the dogs to the thread <laughs> is who is your favorite horse? Cannon or fandom? Ooh, good oh, question. Oh, okay. We're, we're, this is going to, this will, this will be some stuff. Go on. Let's, let's Both. Go yeah. All right. Cannon wise, it uh, was a toss up between Luna, like everybody likes, okay. and, Zakora, and Zakora, actually. Ah, okay. Oh. All right. For a lot of times in the stories, I had a lot of fun writing her rhyming. Mm -hmm. So, fandom wise, it depends on what I'm reading at the moment. Because, as I've said in the, some of the stories, I'm like, I, most of the main six, I never really liked. Like, I was mm -hmm. never a fan of Rarity or Rainbow Dash. But, depending on what story they're in, I mean, I can like that version of it. Like, I like what I've, I've done with it, I've, what other people have done with it. But fandom-wise, it always depends on the story, because Trixie, Octavia, Lyra, they've all wound up being uh, having some really good uh, aspects and stories. And in one of the books of uh, Stories in Stone, I actually took my, some of my, my five favorites and just tossed them into, uh, had them being the main characters for the story. That's how, how we wound up with a Twilight, Luna, Lyra... Trixie and Octavia uh, adventure. Well, that's fun. Just being able to smash all those those particular characters together. Mm. And I actually made it fit. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's so easy to just go in the lol so random way, but it takes a lot of work to actually make it work and make sense. Alright, out in the thread, we've got a whole bunch of questions out here for you. Uh, we're going to start with the Glim Master, who asked, number one, what does TDR mean? Originally, it started out as Dark Rabbit, because I the, was... Oh, yeah, sorry. the Dark Rabbit. I was a big fan of Watership Down, but somebody else already took the Black Rabbit, and I don't draw anthropomorphic skunks. But I've, it's been used as that damn rabbit, that darn rabbit... Uh, several things I can't say on national TV here. 
But no, I, it's actually cool that it, it comes back to Watership Down. It's great. Watership Down is such an underappreciated, like, I, I shudder to say children's animated film. But <laughs> I, it was for kids, you know. Psychic rabbits ripping each other apart. For the children. For children. Psychic or psychotic? Both. <laughs> You're not wrong. How do you, the next question, number two, is as a writer, how do you make the worst pony become the best pony? And they're probably talking about blue blood. Uh, <laughs> you know, it changes from episode to episode. Who we're talking yeah, about. I, I can see that. I've heard, en- I've seen enough people going off on Starlight too. But uh, it just depends on how, fit, finding a role to fit them. Because taking blue blood as an example, in Stories in Stone, I kept him the the same asshole everybody perceived him to be in the show. And then for Puppy, I decided to <clears throat> flip that around and actually have him be a decent character. I just gave him a reason why he acts like he did in the canon and stuff. And there we go. There you go. <laughs> the next question is, what is the craziest lore? That you've seen in a piece of fiction. Craziest lore? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, that's that's gonna take a bit because I've I read a lot of stuff. Uh do you have any particular uh, authors that you gravitate to as like your your favorite? It's... Uh, I actually like dog uh, doggers stuff as well as Tatsuro's. Uh, Tatsuro basically takes a whole bunch of uh, random shows and cartoons and so forth and throws ponies in it. And Dogger has done the Harry Potter cross with the Crusaders that's... It's gotten really complex to the point you probably need spreadsheets to finish uh, finish Magic School Day, <laughs> but it's still pretty good. But there, that's that plot isn't exactly... Weird, I suppose. Uh, what was the name? Uh, there was one fic called, uh, I want to say it was Mare in the Moon. And yes. Uh, it was, was, it, was that Zamariac? Who was I that? I think so. It was basically a steampunk setup with it, and Twilight was sort of the jester to Celestia's court, and Celestia was like some psychotic, barely functioning ruler. And Luna was stuck on the moon, and Twilight spent most of the thing trying to rescue her and avoid Celestia by recruiting everyone else. That one was probably a pretty weird uh, plot setup. At least it's the only one that comes to mind at the moment for weird plot setups. No, that's that's totally fair. I did a, a, a fanfic search quickly for Mare of the Moon to try and give adequate credit. Turns out Mare of the Moon is a very popular fic name. Well, actually, I can probably pull it up. I think I've got it saved in my uh, thing here as well. Uh, actually, looking through this, might be able to find some other weird stuff here. Clack, 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 clack. <laughs> um, I see one by Flash Gen. That's pretty popular. Oh, oh here it is. The Mayor Who Once Lived in the Moon by uh, Mr. Numbers. 
Ah, Mr. Numbers. Oh, oh that one, yeah. A classic. Yep. Classic of classics. Okay. Then let me pull back up the questions here. The next question that we have is what superpower would you like to have? Does reality manipulation count as a superpower? Oh, of or course is it is. But <laughs> I mean, what would you specifically do to manipulate reality? Because that's that's so nebulous. Ah, uh, to start with, there'd be I'd be getting a lot more time so I could get some more of this uh, these chapters done. I've got too many of the damn things. <laughs> that's fair. Like, oh, I have to go to work. Yeah, okay. Half of me will go to work. The other half will sit here and uh, get paid for doing nothing and finish all this other stuff. So that that actually pr pr promotes some interesting questions about your writing process. So a lot of people, they they put together when, when they see, like, they write a chapter or something like that, they have sometimes a gut feeling on when they feel a chapter is done. How do you put together a chapter? Uh, I think, I actually want to say KCAT, uh, who wrote the Fallout Equestria, uh, mentioned this, and I realized that I was doing the same thing when uh, they did an interview. Uh, pretty much, I have a whole bunch of little ideas for, like, okay, here's something that could happen, and I, now I just have to find out what part of this chapter or what part of that chapter to slot it into. And then if I get, like, two or three things in a chapter that are like, here's a big point, here's a big point, here's a big point, then I just have to connect the dots going down it. And usually to get the endings I'm after, I try to either end on a note that's kind of like one of the classic, uh, how the old sitcoms always usually ended on some kind of zinger or something like that. I try to aim for something like that. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Or if I'm feeling really like an asshole, I end on a cliffhanger and then don't post anything for a couple months. I'm feeling really called out right now. That's that's not that's not that's not fair. But fair well, enough. I, fair. I did the same thing in uh, Stories in Stone. Basically, going from I got all the way to the end, and the main problem that was resolved, I didn't resolve, and then I threw more problems in, and then at the very <laughs> bottom, I announced. To be continued in in uh, book two, so I got yelled at a lot that's, for that one. That's terrible. <laughs> but hey, everyone's got their own process, and lo, lo and behold, that's how you suck in a reader. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Next question: During your life, have you had the moment where you sat down and just asked yourself, "Why do I like?" these colorful ponies? Honestly, I don't think I've ever gone along those lines because mm. I've been around for a while and I've liked all sorts of weird shit. So, I mean, I'm kid of the 80s, so we, we had uh, mutant turtles that were running around uh, trying to be ninjas that were really popular. <laughs> ponies are not really a step in any, any direction other than that. Not even a little bit. And that's, I mean, that's why if you, like, just pulling an example, like, from Stranger Things, which is the, the, it takes place mostly in the 80s. 
I had to laugh as I was watching the new season. This isn't a big spoiler, but like they had in season three more than a few My Little Pony jokes because they introduced a new younger girl character and a couple mm. of the other guys liked it. Um, and they're they're continuing it in season four while a D and D player is named Applejack. I'm like, wow, okay. So <laughs> nice, nice little tip of the hat there. That or one of you are one of you fandom people are on the Stranger Things writing cast, and you need to get in touch with me because I I gotta ask you questions. I don't watch Stranger Things. I didn't hear too many good things. About. It's pretty good. I've heard some good things. It's just not my. It's just not my thing. I've tried it. No, not about the so, No, not the whole thing. That I'm hearing that they sort of game of thrown the last season. I That's what I'm hearing at least. I haven't seen the new one, so I will okay. tell you when I have completed it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I didn't mean the whole thing was fucked. I was just hearing it wasn't the expected ending. That uh. No, that's yeah. one of the perils of transferring stuff from uh, written media to visual medium. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Although Game of Thrones had no excuse. <laughs> yeah, they did. They were trying to go to Disney. Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> you forget I said anything. They're like, fuck this shit. We're done. We're going to Disney. <laughs> I think but then I, Disney oh. saw how bad they messed up. It's like, no, we aren't gonna let you touch our Star Wars. Get out of here. And then, and then they did, and then they promptly made Star Wars worse. Yeah. Don't at, don't, don't at me. Oh. Anyway, number <laughs> six, final one from Glim Master. A blue person looks at you in a camera. He appears to be sad, but you quickly realize that is not the case. With sarcasm, he asks you if you do not have something very vulgar. What vulgar thing you don't have? Proper grammar? That is not something that Glim has a lot of. <laughs> I've been trying to like sit here and correct like some of the grammar errors that have been going along. That's but it's up. been bad. It isn't, oh. I know. Okay, um, I'm, I'll need help translating that, um, because the only thing that's coming to mind is, oh, there's a blue person, baba dee ba da die, baba dee ba da die. <laughs> For fuck's sake. So, <laughs> I actually, I actually know the answer this week. I don't know if it was my time off or something like that. Does anyone know what this reference is to? Because I do now. I don't. Yeah, no. Okay, yeah, he, he waits until someone gets it every week. So what, what Glimmaster does is he posts some very vague reference to a meme, hoping that someone will eventually get it. Like, he's done loss. Uh, he's done all kinds of stuff. I don't remember this one that he got. Anyway, this is the Megamind no bitches meme, <laughs> I've realized. So good on you, Glim. You, you were very patient for us trying to figure it out, but we did it. Okay. Now then, RK Striker JK5 is up next. Flam, would you like to ask the questions? That's a yes. Yes, I would. Now, let me just do the appropriate thing and uh, pull the stream up. Not the stream. Here it is. Glim Master. No, RK Striker. <laughs> I'm dumb. Sorry, I'm so groggy. <laughs> so, 
let's see, let me refresh just to be sure. Cool. So we're moving on to RJ Stryker and uh, the JK5 who asks, uh, I'm not sure if we cover this partially, but uh, what is your fam- What is your favorite non-MLP franchise? I don't think we actually did cover that one. Although that's... <clears throat> Again, I got to go with cartoon, movie, <clears throat> TV series. Hmm. Is there... Uh... They're, they're, they're all kind of different when they... Because I said I was big in the... Still kind of big in the anime and so forth. And I was with Ranma one half for like the longest time when it was becoming the first major fandom on the internet. But I liked stuff like the Ushio and Tora and Bubblegum Crisis back then. And then if we go over to the uh, live action, 60s Batman. Ooh. All, all the way on that one. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, that's... Uh... Good show, good show fandom, I should say. Uh, you never got, did you ever get into like Star Trek or anything like that? Oh, yeah, I like classic Star Trek too. Classic Star Trek is good, yeah. I watched uh, Next Gen for a good long time too, but I've always been a Toss fan more than anything else with that one. Which is weird because both those series were before my time, but I got, I grew up on the reruns, so. Hmm. Definitely. All right then. Uh, let's see. Number two. Well, building up, we building up off of that. Have you ever done anything for for a non MLP franchise? We did cover the uh, fan fiction for some other stuff, but uh, yeah, anything that, that, that does go off into the space battles thing. I actually started a another story there based with sixties Batman, uh, the Bat of the Bay, but. I, that's not really gone anywhere, and I haven't messed with it in a while. And then everything thrown in for the MLP, I've been dumping a lot of stuff from other things. Mm. But my main, the main one I started with, fan fiction wise, is the first thing I wrote was my game. My uh, group had a D and D game, and I was pretty much doing a uh, setup with that that I was calling Ross's journal and it was on the Pathfinder forums. And then the DM had a conniption fit and shut down the game and it never got completed. So Jesus. I don't know why he, he had issues every so often. So, and unfortunately he ended a really good game really quickly just by dumping everything and saying, all right, we're done now. Christ. Some pe- some people shouldn't head that stuff. Unfortunately, it was fun otherwise. But yeah. as I said, first thing I did was a Pathfinder uh, thing on their phone. So different Ross, though. Gotcha, gotcha. Then I guess we move on to more state secrets. Uh, what are you hiding with those initials? A full name. Ah, that is a state secret. And probably I, think I think there's also somebody else on here named Dark Rabbit, so I couldn't take that. And I w- wouldn't, didn't want to put a number after. Thank you. A lot of people... Uh, ugh, that bothers me. Whenever I try to get a name somewhere else, whether it's online or... It was like Xbox Live or whatever the hell it was at the time, people were like, oh, if they don't have the name, just put a number on it. No, no, it, it's a cop-out. Don't, 
don't ever suggest numbers after my name. It, yeah. it, it's le it, it implies lesser. No, I will fight people on this. So I agree with you. I did luck out and get my get my. That is my, actually my gamer tag. So nice. No, uh, I don't do no, anything with it, but yeah, no capital X, lowercase x, underscore sniper legend, underscore x, capital X. Okay, good, good. And that's the end of Strikers' questions. It looks like. So, let's see. I guess, I guess we're moving on. Uh, back to you for regularly scheduled programming, priest. Why? Thank you, Flam. That was greatly helpful. <laughs> Alex underscore is up next. We're not a nude nude. Well, we might be a nude podcast. You can't see us, but Alex underscore is up next. Milk, if you would so please, if you are not drinking. Good. Alex <laughs> underscore is no one else listening to this interview? Oh, we are. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. It, we, we are very writing heavy this week, and I'm loving it. Uh, I don't think I, I haven't actually seen one, but I've seen stuff that. Could either be the house settling or just a whole bunch of stuff falling over. So that's uh, that's always uh that's always people are like yeah it's just the house settling and I'm like well what matter is the house settling? That's okay. concerning. It's okay. It wasn't my house. Oh, what was the line? There's more things in heaven and earth that uh, humanity doesn't understand than what we do know. So maybe. There's been a few. There's been a few places. I mean, back when I was really into anime, Japan was a, the obvious answer for that. But now I'm thinking something along the lines of maybe Ireland. Uh, just this, well, Ireland or Iceland, just pretty much the scenery and so forth. I mean, you got volcanoes, geysers. Actually, it is more Iceland than Ireland. Ireland's kind of a family thing. Iceland just sounds neat with some of the stuff they got there. Yes. I actually rather like uh, the Maine Coon style cats. I mean, they get pretty big and they're fluffy, and the coloration on them is nice. Yep. And then I, if an opportunity ever came, I wouldn't mind getting serval as well. Those are the really big ones. Yeah. But you got to. I think you have to have a license to get a hold of one of those. So. Man, the whole, do I want to pay this much money for a cat, or do I just want to get a big break? Just... 
<laughs> Something that big and fluffy should not be that dainty. I've, I've I've dealt with raccoons a lot, and they're like little bears, and they're little buggers too. Yeah, I grew up oh, in a house gosh. that did a lot of wildlife rehabilitation. They had a lot of raccoons and stuff until they maul you. <laughs> I am not aware of what that is. Yes. There we go. Oh, no. Come on, you stupid <laughs> Yeah, it's supposed to be... It's supposed to be a fucking uh, command just... No, yeah, you're not. Be. There oh, was supposed no. to be a reaction image that every time you just said thing pwn, it did that. Because people were just talking it. about thing pwn in conversation, and it would post the picture every single time. It was a mess. I need a flamethrower. <laughs> <laughs> but she's so oh, happy to, to see snuggles. you! Ah, cuddles with a nice hot toasties. Whoosh. I haven't actually seen any of it yet. Uh, I've made a couple jokes about it that were, came out when it first uh, showed up. Uh, what I have seen, the movie animation I kind of liked, but the god-awful CalArts thing they're doing with some of the little shorts, I can't yeah. stand that. I, I that's I fair. The art, I can't stand that art style at all. Very fair. Very fair. Um, Aren't they, like, complete? and if I remember correctly, they're, like, and I don't know if this is also the same for the for Make Your Mark that just came out too, but they're completely different voice actors, right? From the main movie? Yes. They're doing... Well, yeah. It's different voice actors because they had, like, A-listers. Yeah, I don't and think they can uh, pay... I don't think they want to pay for, like, Ken Jeong and everything for, like, five-minute shorts, right? <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a lot of imitators and close-enoughs. That's fair. So. Gotcha, okay. It's a little too reminiscent of what they did to Teen Titans. It's 100% reminiscent of what they did to Teen Titans, and I still don't forgive people for that. I'm actually angry right now. So are they just, is all is that all Hub or, or Hasbro is going to run now then, like Teen Titans Go? Are they just going to run uh, fucking uh, MLP Gen 5 short, chibi shorts for 24 hours a day, seven days a week? Can we not? <laughs> the whole reason anybody's even used because of how the design is, you can take the head of that character and put any other character in it with just small details. So it's cheaper to do yep. the animation. And that's why wasn't, everybody's switching to that. Wasn't Proto CalArts like whatever family guy used? Or is uh, that like... Because that... Even Universe was the Proto CalArts. 
Hughes. I, th- I thought I thought Stephen Hughes was like the first like proper Cal Arts in its own uh, in its own thing because I was just trying to think of like other kind of rubber stamped uh, animation styles. Uh, whatever. But uh, yeah, Steven Universe was uh, definitely the uh, first, I think, mainstream example of that. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Because I know they did Steven Universe, they did Star vs. Evil, the hideous, god-awful Thundercats Roar. Uh, I can't believe they did that one. They canceled the 2012 one that was awesome for that. Anyhow, <clears throat> moving on. Yes, moving on. Bendy is up next. Bendy has a signature question he comes by with, which is, which pony has the best butt? Hmm. Again, that, that goes with fandom and art. That is absolutely fair. Some, some, it, it, the artist renders the booty, and that, that is an opinion rather than a fact. Yeah, it should. the The question might be better off. Which artist draws best pony butt? But that is very accurate. And you know what? That, now that's the right. That detective is the right question. And in that particular one, I'd probably have to say the uh, NC Brony guy, because I really like his art or her art or whoever's art. Their art. Yeah. Their that's, art. That's a great. That's a great point. That and a wonderful artist. Uh, they do tend to like the stockings as well, so. Stockings are good. I do like the socks. <laughs> Speaking of socks, Rav, I ain't wearing any. It's, it's up to you. <laughs> you. Rav, your questions now. Oh, nope. I can I can delay even longer. Muggany has a question for the chat. If you had... Oh, oh finally? <laughs> oh. Do I have to ask this? Okay. If you had to have sex with one of the chibi, chibi ponies, which one would it be? Oh, God. <laughs> with one of the chibi ponies? What? Yes. What chibi ponies? That's that's the correct answer. That is objectively uh, the correct answer. I'm, yes. Okay. There are uh, chibi ponies? What? Where? The, he's the talking team. about the CalArt shit that you said you Pony. hate oh, from the G5. There's, there's or ponies. unless you want to go ponies go, you could do that too. Yeah. So no, there's there's ponies life. Pony ponies life, go. That's all the four. Ponies go. That's funny. And it's also terrible and accurate. But pony life has all of the main six in chibi form, and I don't even think those are Tara Strong and Andrea Lumen and all them. I think it was other people, right? Not Whoever was cheapest that. and in the studio at the time. Yeah. And Frank the janitor, come over here and do this voice. Letter guy back. <laughs> no, it was all the original cast. Oh, oh nice. Very cool. Anyway, Rad, please, your questions. Oh, do we have to? <clears throat> all right. What's a question you wish people would ask you? Hmm. What the hell is wrong with you? <laughs> because then I can just uh, look at them, smile, tilt my head slightly, and go, what? <laughs> I like it. <laughs> All right. If you were the protag of a displaced fic, 
what would it be about, and who would you be unlucky enough to be? This one I have an answer for because I did this. I generally oh. don't do the displace fix or anything along those lines, but I did once. I've got a, a little uh, set of uh, stories that I've. It's called uh, Pon or, uh, Rabbit's Cornucopia that's on Fimpic as well. And any little tangents or whatever I get, I throw out uh, there. And I had one that was a self. That was pretty much a self-insert, uh, displace fic, uh, where I wound up being a griffin. And then I was immediately killed, so I could end mm. the story. Good. Taking the Martin approach, huh? Yeah. I also did one in Ponies Ruin Everything, which, oh, what did I call it? I had a, it was just a short story that the whole description of it was somebody sitting at a uh, table or typing on a computer, and they dumped over their uh, drink, and that was pretty much a self-insert there, too. And then occasionally my rabbit avatar will show up. Oh, you just gave me an amazing idea for a story, but I do not have the skill to write it. Uh-oh. <laughs> we need to send this to pencil. <laughs> Imagine a fic where it's nothing but displaced characters being in Equestria, but the ponies are aware that they're displaced, and they hate them. <laughs> Not only do they hate them, but they go on all-out just extermination sprees for the displaced characters. Huh. I can see it. Going with a slaughter <laughs> Okay. It's horrible, but I'm just thinking, God, it, it falls in line with something that Pencil would write, so I mean... I'm sorry, stupid tangent. I will move on. That's fine. If your S <laughs> if your SO could be any size at all, such as a lady demi dami mommy or a Renamana esque kaiju, what would your dynamic look like? Wow, okay. Uh <laughs> I'm basically asking if you have a size fetish. <laughs> oh no, I mean I like girls shorter than me, but not like the mm. tiny short or the friggin' huge. <laughs> you don't want to fuck a Gundam. Yeah, pretty much. That's a good. That's that's pretty good. Although Talgies does have nice plating. Anyway, <clears throat> I will not argue with that. <laughs> All right. All right. Speaking of fetishes, have you ever released a foot fetish or porn video, and where can your fans find it? Foot fetish, but rabbits have paws. They're still, they're still considered feet, so I mean, we can kind of let that slide. Eh. Wow. Nah. That's a weird question that I don't have an answer to because I don't think one exists. And if it does, the FBI is getting a little weird. <laughs> oh, my, no beans for my, your OnlyFans. I think my FBI agent is giving Only up on me at this point. <laughs> All right. Do you read or write snuffles, i.e. Gorklop for cute ponies? I don't write any, and I've read uh, quite a few. I do also like the cupcakes videos. Uh, what was it? not? It's not the Get Ready to Die one. The Smile, DK, I think it was called. That was I rather enjoyed that. 
the fix the, uh, the fix themselves i don't really okay I, i'm, I'm to. having to ask, i'm gonna have to ask here because i basically just asked if you get off to gore and you're practically saying yes wait Please. what no <laughs> you right read snuffles okay yes where does snuffles, that come from? i.e gore clop snuff like a snuff film right. Yeah, but that's right read, not get off to. Where right, did you get yeah. off to come from? That, that, right. was, that was too far, Rev. <laughs> no, I'm just like, what? Was there another question I missed? No. No, I, I liked the Smile DK video for the uh, violence and so forth, but the rest, mm. nah. I did write okay. one, but it was stupid and no one liked it. It happens. <laughs> it's, it's hard to make gore stories work. Like, it, I mean,. To, to to comment like the it's a really narrow thing from like a shock thing to a fetish thing like it's really hard right. to find that in between yeah it's what are you even going for when you do that like cupcakes for example was it what 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 was the actual intent of that was it just the shock value that pinkie yeah, pie yeah. would do this yeah, or was it or was it just for the meme probably that too or are you in, are you actually intending to create a compelling pseudo horror that's just actually really gore so i mean sometimes for, shocking people is the meme yeah so i guess so are most like overtly gore fix just for the meme then i don't Do know you think? i don't know if cupcakes was because that's pretty old that might have been before the meme thing even really was about was that the first yeah, real it, gore fix or was that rainbow factory it was it, it was, was it uh, was Cupcakes first... was before Rainbow Factory. Rainbow Factory was inspired by a song. Oh. Yeah, I think Cupcakes, well, if not the first, was at least the first that anybody paid attention. Because there was it... that one, there was, uh, oh, what was the Applejack one? Um. Because oh, it, was, it was something Apple family, I think. Oh, I know which and... one you're talking about, I think. Um. Because I, I think all uh, they gave one with the entire main six at some point. Because, uh, and they it just they all spawned out of the. Because uh, I remember somebody made that their own little universe, where everybody was fucked up, and it was a gore fic universe back when people were still drawing uh, comic book proposals. Are we talking about? No, we're not talking about fluffy ponies, are we? No, uh, it was the. Okay. What was it? Was I, it the, the only Big one... Mac fic? Oh, Grimdark Big Mac was just hilarious. Uh, but that was a that wasn't a fic. That was a uh, blog post thing. They did one where Rarity got scar or uh, scratched by Opal and then turned oh, Opal into one, a yeah. suit. And then <laughs> that kind of was its whole little universe, that pretty much all based off of the uh, cupcakes. So. There was um there was Sweet Apple Massacre I think right. That may yeah. have been it. Yeah, Sweet Apple Massacre was the one where, um, there actually was like a fetish aspect to it. Yeah, and I think any of the spinoffs that came out of Cupcakes, of Cupcakes, wound up being more fetishist too. Well, and I think it's 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 that sign of like back in the day, you wanted to be shocking, you wanted to be gross. Everyone was trying to like outgross the other person, and so like the way that people could do that with relatively little effort and not necessarily worrying about taste 
was to take it in a sexual direction. Back in a sec. Yes, by all means. So. Huh. All right. Do we want to move on? Yeah, let's uh, let's let's move uh, on, and then while we wait, so for... we'll go on. We'll go on to a much. <laughs> speaking of fetishes, but on a much lighter topic, who is your favorite milf? TBR stepped away. Hmm. Oh shit. Okay, I didn't hear. So uh, let's let's just very quickly uh, while while they stepped away, um, we have a. Is it is it ad time? It's ad time, yes. So, uh, welcome. I'm completely spaced on how to do ads. It's been too long, guys. But I think TDR is back. So yeah, um, I had to run out. It's, we're starting to get some rain here, so I have to close the doors. Oh, no problem. Go ahead, wrap. Take it back. All right. So to move on to a lighter subject, but still staying on fetishes, who's your favorite milf? You didn't actually get any in can too many in canon. Hmm. We actually have like six. Oh yeah. So yeah, the, got... they did. I haven't seen those episodes yet, though. Oh, um, they're they're in later seasons. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, not necessarily. We have Twilight Velvet. She appeared in the first uh, season. We have Mrs. Cake. We have. Oh, yeah, she got cake too. <laughs> uh, there's Luna and Celestia, depending on how far you want to take that. Um, oh God, I'm drawing a blank for one of the one of the other more popular ones. Uh, Twilight, go Twilight Velvet. Cheese. I already said that. Oh, you did. Uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got Cream Heart if you want to go into the fandom side of it. Oh, Buttons, uh, Mom. That was actually her name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hmm. They finally came up with a decent name for her that wasn't Milano. So, yeah. <laughs> Christ's sake. I, I kid you not, her, her name for the longest time, according to fans, was Milano, like the cookie. I mean, it's not the worst name, but it doesn't really hold a candle to Cream Heart, I'm sure. Yeah, no. Cream and, Heart uh, sounds pup or more uh, ponyish, so. Yeah, ag mm. agreed. I know, I know. It's like, it's like, uh, who? What's the correct name? Colgate or Minuet? Mm, I think Minuet, Colgate was it? the fandom. Right. Yeah, Colgate was the fandom. Minuet, I thought, got canonized. Did did Minu did the name Minuet actually get canonized? I, I just saw it mentioned twice. Though I, I just saw it mentioned in stories, so maybe it did. I, I don't it's know. Actually, in the game, I think it's actually in the uh, game lost game. Uh, I don't know about the game loft game. I know it is with the card game. Um, it's it's interesting because you're you're completely right. In the game loft game, it is minuet. They've weirdly gone like back and forth on the name between the show and the games and the cards. Like it's it's inconsistent. Kind of like yeah. really bonbon, derpy and ditzy. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah. Oh no no no! It's it's. Derpy, Ditsy, and Muffins now. Muff Who the fuck be calling my Derpy slash dip Ditsy Muffins? 
No, they named muffins. her muffins as they gave her the name muffins in the later seasons. It was it was in the later seasons, and it started from the I think it was it was either Target or Hot Topic exclusive vinyl figurine. No wonder I blocked out the later seasons. It was that reason. <laughs> there are no there were there were no seasons past six. <laughs> Moving on, uh, we already know your favorite princess is Luna, so mm-hmm. yes, we will do favorite object pony, i.e. soda pony, pizza pony, snake pony, thing pony, or so on, if you've seen any of the other ones. There are quite a lot of those. Hmm. Hmm. The snake pony uh, setup was kind of interesting, but then they had... Uh... Oh, what was it? I remember one I thought was kind of interesting a while back, but I can't remember what it was. Was uh, it the kaiju, like with the glowing eyes and and? Yeah, the kai the kaiju one was was neat. The whole got the whole uh, Godzilla spinoff with that. There's been so many, it's hard to actually think through all of them. Because I mean, right? 2011. It's been ten years plus for for all this stuff to come out. So. I'm amazed I remember my own what I wrote, let alone everything else. I feel you there. Um, I did like I do like the kaiju pony uh, setup, and clones. they had when they did the whole uh, Sphinx pony thing. The kaiju's. Oh yeah. Oh no, it, it was actually uh, no, the the Sphinx they had. They made her kind of into a pony oh, for a little yeah. while. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, you're right. And that was cute, because I remember she was, like, poking into somebody's house, going, oh, you've got hands, quick, help me put on this headdress. <laughs> oh, God, that's adorable. <laughs> All right, so... Sphinx pony it is, got it. <laughs> well... On to another type of pony. Since bats are the superior pony, how many Anons must we suck dry? Depends on how many of them have mango-scented cologne. Mm. I mean, I'm sure there's a market for it. Probably. Uh, Next up, why is Spike the worst and everyone that likes him wrong? Because no one can write him correctly. In canon. <laughs> I don't agree with that. Oh, ain't that the truth? Fuck me. You, Plus, you I've can... seen a lot of uh, I've seen a lot of fan fiction that get him wrong too. So. Oh yeah, but I've seen fan fiction seem to actually get him a believable personality more so than in canon. Yeah, right. there there are some who try to keep him close to canon, which makes little to no sense because he didn't have a personality in canon except the annoying little brother trick. Right. And he didn't even pull that off properly. Half the time, oh. he's oh, this awesome, hey, we're going to do this because I'm a genius and I'm a sarcastic bastard. And then the other half the time, he's a whiny little crybaby. There's no consistency. Right. Well, they keep to, – to quote somebody we somebody else we interviewed a long time ago, I like the way he put it. Uh, they keep passing Spike the idiot ball when they go to write him. Yeah, if so. he has, if he's got any actual full part in a show, in an episode, 
he's got the idiot fault. But if he's just background being snarky, he's all right. Right. I mean, he yeah, he does play better as a straight man to Twilight's bullshit. All right, so let's move on to the next question before we all get angry at Spike more than we already are. <laughs> I've tried. Could... I've tried to fix it. <laughs> I don't think there's any fixing that thing. Um, you can't fix you someone start... who doesn't want to be fixed. That too. Uh, if you could start an interstellar war between any two factions from any universe or universes, who would they be and why? Oh. Do they have to be spacefaring for the interstellar? No, I'm part? talking any group, any two groups from anything you can think of. Mm. I mean, I can't throw a Warhammer 40k because they win every time. I mean, what are you going to do about Lemmings and guns? Uh, <laughs> we could always throw in the classic uh, Star Wars versus Star Trek and just to show how uh, outmatched Star uh, Wars really is. I really don't think they would be. I actually, no, I think Star Wars would be really outclassed. Well, Star Wars generally uses blaster and laser and, and little photon torpedo technology most of their stuff because you got turbo lasers you got all this the next generation star they was one next generation star trek episode where they were facing people with lasers and they were just sitting there going okay they're recharging our shields for us. so i don't think they've uh that anyone in star wars has a chance Maybe the I Death Star that because I've seen four. a lot. Of, I've seen a lot of the uh, uh, Clone Wars and so on, and especially yeah. once you start getting into the expanded universe too. And remember, we have oh. space wizards. So yeah, that ground helps ground a lot. combat. Yeah, if it's ground combat, Star Wars would be doing pretty well because they've got a lot more stuff for that. But then you've got the capital ships where they're no, cutting I'm even chunks. Thinking of, I'm even thinking of the ships too. Really? Yes. I did play a lot of I did play a lot of Star Trek online and saw their full range of stuff too. So there's more you, than you, just... this would be one of those conversations where you would have to line up every single ship with yeah. all their stats and abilities to actually determine this. Yeah, the main thing you can think of in regards to Star Trek, however, is all the ships that are usually kicking ass are just exploration vessels. They're not actually combat designed. Yeah, so. I think that's fucking weird too. <laughs> uh but anyways, uh, I think we should move on to the disturbing questions. Just for shits and giggles, uh, if dick cheese could be blocked and sliced for sandwiches, how much vaginal marinara would we need to spread on our avocado toast to make a fuck trophy? A flush consolation prize is acceptable too. Is that really a what the fuck question or it is. just huh? It is. <laughs> That's the only answer. <laughs> no, no. Six. Six? Six. Alright. Six stick cheese. Got it. Six. Alright. <clears throat> Give me a second, because I wrote this and I it 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 it's gonna take me a minute. If you wrote Richard this. is I know I wrote this and it's gonna try, and it's gonna tie my tongue up. 
if Richard is Dick and Robert is Bob, did Bob get rich and Dick got robbed, or did Rob rob Dick to get bobbed by Bob to get rich rich? Are we talking about the guy who uh, owns the little town and yells for pony, or... I have no idea. I came up with this on the fly. There's so many questions here. I mean, is it Dick Van Dyke? Is it uh, Robert Jordan? Uh... Bob, 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 Bob. Who are these people? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Who are you people? <laughs> oh, shit. All right. For your last question, you're trapped in a room with 10,000 dicks. How many are you choking on? None. I just got to wait for Dick Grayson to be rescued by Batman. And oh, damn. You're that good? That was smart. <laughs> that was a really smart response. Says the guy who's on a big Batman kick recently. Oh, man. That was smart. <laughs> Speaking of Batman kick, let's go to the biggest Batman fan I know. A non-pencil has questions. And I would be remiss if I did not ask them myself. The lovely non-pencil asks, first and foremost, what would you whisper into a vagina? Hmm. Always with the, the tough, tough questions here. Yeah, it, is the, it yeah. is the true tough question. Hi. <laughs> Hi. I like it. What would it whisper back? Is the sec is the follow up? How you doing? <laughs> good. Good. Uh, the next question is bees. I thought I locked him up. <laughs> oh, wait, that might have been a bit meta. Nobody's read the fic. Uh, yes. <laughs> How many bees? Just the one. Trust me, that's enough. One bee is enough. Yeah, one bees is enough. He gets into a lot of stuff. I actually enjoy writing him. Awesome. One bees. Just one. Just one. What is the strongest animal you think you could beat in a fist fight? Oh, this is actually a fairly odd question on that. Hmm. Because it also kind of gets weird because it, it strongest, not biggest. Yes. Uh, hmm. As, as I said before, I grew up in a house that did so I've taken out raccoons, I've taken down possums, dogs, cats, uh, seagull at one point. So I know I can take all them. Hmm. I have taken down a deer, but that was a tough fight. Even though it only had three legs. I can see fighting a deer being tough. But I'd say the one that actually had probably the most uh, legendary status. I used to drive for Domino's. And a friend of mine... Uh, he had a pet turkey, and Domino's kept sending me to his house because no one else would get out of the car when the turkey was So I'd say I can beat the turkey. You can beat the turkey? Yep. <laughs> As he come up, I'd kick him out of the way. He'd get mad, and I'd keep deliver the pizza and move on. They couldn't even get the mail <laughs> deliver out there because of that. Jesus. So, 
the mailman had to lay on the horn out by the road and wait for them to come out and get it because he wouldn't get out of his truck. <laughs> when turkeys, when turkeys are the real villains. Turkeys will mess you up. Yep. I would not want to fight a turkey. I had no problem. I had no problem with turkeys. So I'd say the strongest animal, probably a turkey. I've dealt I with like a goose it. before too, and those things are bad. Go- geese are mean. Mm-hmm. They are. I'll tell you what, though, if you can get their head trapped on the ground, they're fucking easy. Yeah. Swan, on the other hand, has been known to break people with its wings. Yeah, so. no, I'd rather not fuck with a swan. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll pass on that one. So, turkey, goose, not going up to swan. What is the optimum number of ears for a face? Standard... Probably two, but I've seen some really cute cats that have grown an extra set of ears, and there's four of them, and they're just freaking adorable. Solid answer. So, two to four. Two to four. Probably not three, though. Mm, Might get a little weird, but even some ugly animals still wind up being cute. That's why people like possums. That's fair. You got to give it to the ugly animals. Now, the final post that we have is from Lily Kuzland. Clam, would you like to polish it off? Sure, if my fucking computer decided to just not suddenly say, we're going to dim the screen. <laughs> Apparently, I was just dead in my seat for some reason. So, here we go. It thought you were sleeping. It turned out the lights. Lol, there you go. So, topping us off, giggity. With Lily Kuzlin. Hello! One, do you listen to music when writing, and if so, what kind? That's a good question. Yep. Uh, various types. A lot of them, if I have a, uh, I've done a lot of songs thrown into some of my fix. Probably uh-huh. more than really should be allowed with some of the lyrics I toss in. Uh, Stories in Stone, for example, one of my first big one, one of the main songs, uh, Florence and the Machine's Cosmic Love. And while I was writing chapters that involved that, that was just playing over and over again. And it got added onto a playlist as other songs came in. And I usually just wrote that whole thing on repeat. Nice. Uh, Twilight Gets a Puppy's kind of done the same thing. Uh, one of the chapters I did was heavily influenced by uh, Toto's uh, Reigns in Africa. And I listened to that on repeat long enough to annoy the hell out of my roommate, so. Beautiful. Yep. Certain chapters have something, other chapters don't. And anything that I've added into the fic so far usually gets dumped into a playlist and keeps being listened to again. But sometimes I'll hear stuff on the radio or post on YouTube or somebody else, and I'm like, huh, that's pretty neat. And I'll just be listening to it, and it'll give me an idea. All mm. kinds of music. I've got like a eclectic uh, taste in that anyway. Everything from Char Millionaire to Metallica to Nightwish all the way to uh, Johnny Cash. Everything in between. Right, right. Yeah, for me, it kind of depends what I'm writing. Like if I'm doing my Metroid crossover, I just put the soundtrack on. Get yeah, me in the mood. I so things like that. that. So I don't think... 
I though when I'm writing, I can't really listen to lyrics because I start writing the fucking lyrics accidentally because you know I'm a troglodyte and can't separate two things at once. <laughs> so more power to you there. Yeah. So number two, do you have a favorite instrument? I do on this one as well, uh, and it probably, as the earlier question involving the ponies, uh, probably got brought about by Octavia. Uh, going with the cello, because then you had the two cellos guys come up, uh, Apocalyptica, who do cellos or Metallica songs in cellos. Mm. So out of all that, I think that would probably be my favorite instrument. It's got a nice calming tone. Awesome. Excellent, excellent. And let's see, beyond that, uh, number three, if you were given the opportunity to have dinner with any one character, who would it be? So long as I could bring a camera, it would be Twilight, just to see exactly how big of a mess she <laughs> Just personally, how much of a mess she is? Just, yeah, just for the amusement saying, yeah, take a, take a look at this. We'll put it on, on uh, Pony Book. There you go. What if she says no cameras, but she'll let you smash? That'd be a little weird, too. Hmm. And they make they make uh security they make little cameras lapel. <laughs> good good enough. Besides, I really suck at uh, brawl anyway. So ah, that's what you meant. Understood. Classic, classic. It is my mind who is in the gutter. <laughs> number four if you were dropped into the mlp verse would you rather keep your hands or would you change to fit in and if you changed what would you be i almost answered this one before too uh, out of all the t the races and so forth of uh, mlp i like the griffins i mean i like okay. gilda despite her stuff i like all that so i couldn't change or if i could if i changed i'd go with uh, some kind of griffin okay okay you just like the you just like that species better or more drawn yeah. to it or okay. Well, I, I like them uh, even before MLP. Uh, there was okay. I don't think Mercedes Lackey actually. There was an old book series called uh, I want to say the Black Griffin. It had like three or four parts, and I really liked how that went or how that book and how they wrote griffins in it, and that just kind of stuck with me there. Okay. Excellent, and it helps that they also have opposable thumbs, at least here. So Yes. Kind of hard to better. type with hooves. No, uh, agreed, agreed, agreed. So, then number five. Do you think that the variety of species on the planet they live on would give them an advantage in a space race compared to a hairless ape-like race? Hooves, horns, magic versus hands, and other stuff? Probably, because they've got, with so many different uh, environmental niches, they're there it would be a drawback and an advantage because you could build a ship that would fit uh, a certain race a little easier but if you wanted to put more than one particular race in it say you wanted to get something aquatic like a sea pony and then like a griffin or something like that they wouldn't work very well because half the ship would have to be underwater and the other half in the air probably with luck with open area so I mean, you could probably fit something like a changeling to adapt to anything, but mm. so they, with the the magic and the abilities that could all be brought in, 
uh, I'd say they'd probably have a better advantage than we would. Because, I mean, they've already sent somebody on the moon without a rocket. So. <laughs> that's, that's one way of putting it. Just don't let a yak in the cockpit. Yak space program, best space program. <laughs> and all right, then. And uh, this isn't a question. Uh, you are offered a choice of pie or cake with a period. There's, there's This isn't a question. I think this is a threat. Carrot cake. Always carrot cake. All right. Well, there's the answer to the uh, statement, then. It is, it is a carrot cake. <laughs> and quick refresh. Uh, there's nothing new. So back well, to you, Priest. With that being all the questions that we have for, day, for today, let's, um, let's get just a little more in-depth before we sign off. And and ask some more questions about your work in particular. So okay. what brought you to the idea to write um, Twilight Has a Puppy? Or okay, a puppy? I'll, I'll, I'll say now there's evidently a thunderstorm going on over here, so if I drop out, that's what happened. Okay. Uh, honestly, what the only thing is I was just sitting there finishing up uh, the Stories in Stone series. And I just got the, I just got a weird idea of like, okay, what if, what if we like threw something in here? Cause I, I had an idea before that of a uh, changeling story where like a diamond dog or something got caught or caught up in uh changeling and, or as a changeling and converted into one and then took over the hive. But that wound up, that was just pretty much a, uh, power wank so i didn't do anything with that but then thinking on it, i'm like huh i wonder what would happen if we just dropped something in here so i wrote out the first chapter of that and i'm like okay this is kind of funny and then i posted it and then everybody loved it shit now i got another story to write yeah no that's that's fair so you did was this something that on first glance after writing a little bit did you feel like oh i'm going to pour thousands upon thousands of words into it or is it something that just kind of over time as you put more into it, it it developed more of a kind of soul and identity well like with stories in stone stories in, I'll, let me back up with this one stories in stone started from a web from a web just a one a one short little panel thing uh called garden party where Twilight, or from second season where Discord says, I don't turn ponies to stone, and Twilight thought about that and then went and cast a uh, spell to see uh, remove the stone on a statue in the garden of, at Canterlot. And I'm like, huh, I could go, and I built off of that. And that was, Stories in Stone was this massive, some chapters are like 15, 20,000 words, because it was one of my first things that I was writing. And that wound up being five books. And by the end of that, I switched to pup. I go into puppy, and I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm going to go with this now. And but I'm not going to do that again. So I've been trying to keep them around three thousand words per chapter, which sometimes has to get divided up. But I'm doing less writing than I did before. Okay. No, that's that's fair. Do you? And obviously, don't get into spoiler territory. 
do you have an ending planned? Rut row. We, we could be thunderstormed. Have we succumbed to the thunderstorm? Is it just me? Mm. Uh -oh. well, if that's not a cliffhanger to end the cast on, <laughs> I don't know what is. Right. So I, I suppose. There we go. Oh, welcome back. Yeah, the power went out, so I just like I expected. So I just switched to the phone. Okay. Well then. Um, I'll tell you what, we'll wrap it up then, so that way you can take care of what you need to. And well, um, it should be fine now. It's just I had to switch that up. Unless there's no more questions, then I'm fine with it. So. Oh, we have just one final question, uh, two final questions for you. Okay. Um, the the last question that I have is, do you have an ending planned? Obviously, don't spoil anything. But is there an end in sight? There actually is. Uh, with uh, Twilight Gets a Puppy, there's the ending was actually something I figured out probably about season, when I was working on season two or three. And the problem with it is, because of how I've got everything set up, I literally have to go all the way to season nine mm -hmm. to get everything built up to that point. I mean, for a while there, I could I could have cut it off and finished the series at any point in time, just had the last season wrapped up. But now I'm pretty much in it for the long haul, and I'm going to go all the way to season nine. But there that's, is indeed an ending. So well, That's fair. But also, it's a very noble goal to be deep into a series like that for that long. It's no small feat. What The final question that we have is, what's going to be coming out after this? What What's the next big project? Well, the current big or the current or the next big project is currently going on at the same time with uh, the walk on space battles. Uh, I've kind of, as I said, I don't think I'm going to do another pony fic. I've got like four I need to finish up because I've still got Graveyard Shift, which was a spinoff that people thought was popular, but I haven't been in the mood to write that for a bit. Uh, there was Reign of Night, which was like the final final book of the Stories in Stone series. And then I had a Ranma one-half uh, toss-in with uh, Not All Who Wander. So those I've still got to finish up, but I'm trying to move away a little bit and going into something else. But at some point in time, I do plan to rewrite the entirety of the Stories in Stone uh, thing but take out the pony aspect and actually see if I can get it published as a uh, fantasy, a generic fantasy. It's a very difficult goal, but a noble one. I know many of you that have done it and succeeded, and many of you that you know submitted it and said, "Hey, you got potential. Let's see some. What what else you got?" So it's definitely the first step to becoming a true professional published author. As much as I'm writing, I'm kind of going that way anyhow. Yeah. Well, with that in mind, that is all the questions that we have. 
TDR, we can't thank you enough for taking time out of your day and out of your power to join us this evening. Not a problem. Happy to have been here. Awesome. We want to take a thank you to Burgess, who donated 100 bits this stream to Horse Rescue Charity. If you guys would like to support our endeavors as we try to look like a legitimate business and lose money, we donate 100% of our proceeds on Patreon to Horse Rescue Charity. Feel free to send it there, um, and we appreciate your guys' support so much. Without further ado, your bartenders this evening have been Flamin' Warper. Yes. Milk. Ravage. Yes. The illustrious TDR. Ooh, big words. Yes. And my name is Flutterpriest. We'll catch you next week. Bye bye. <laughs>